Sunday, it's C. Welcome to episode 23. Hello everyone and welcome back to the devotion series. Last week we discussed the importance of being devoted to your dreams and this week we discuss the importance of your legacy. Having one, building one, and being devoted to it. Let's jump right in to tell me something good. And tell me something good this week. I would like to share with everyone that I am preparing to go on a short three-day juice cleanse before the beginning of the new year just to give myself a reset. Those of you that are familiar with cleanses, juice cleanses in particular, you know how revitalizing they can be. It can be a wonderful opportunity to clear not just your body, but also your mind and your spirit. Very much so looking forward to it, and I look forward to giving you updates as it happens and when it's over. Today's toast. Today I'm toasting to gift wrap, glittery gift boxes, excellent wrapping skills, bows, cookies, my Nike Lunar Boots, and anything Lululemon makes in cotton. (laughs) Today I'm also toasting to all of my former dance students in New York who are now receiving college acceptance letters. These are students that some of which I met in elementary school, middle school, or high school, and now here they are in their senior year of high school, preparing to move on to college with each student that is sharing what school they've been accepted to. I am feeling overwhelming senses of joy and peace wash over me. You're working hard, you've been working hard, and you deserve this, so congratulations. The word of the month is devotion, and the mantra of the month is, I will realign my soul by redefining my goals. Last week we spoke about being devoted to your dreams. And last week, the challenge of the week was a writing challenge in which I encouraged those of you that were interested to write a vision statement of you living out one of your dreams. Tell me what you see. Tell me who's there. Tell me what you smell. Tell me what you hear. And that if you were interested, to send in a small excerpt to me so that I could share it on this week's show. I'm so happy to say that we have received some wonderful excerpts, and I'm looking forward to sharing any and all of them. Settle in, and let's get ready to listen to the visions that these two young people have for themselves. In my dream, I stand in a room packed with young minds from all across the world. I won't lie, I'd be a bit anxious, only because I'd want them to receive the message that I was ready to deliver. A message that generally goes unsaid for so many at a young age. A voice of empathy, understanding, and empowerment. From someone who's been grounded in the darkest of spaces of their mind. But someone who has also found a way out. To then stand in front of them. To say that it's possible. Our second reading. There's a baby strapped to my chest, swaddled to me with a long piece of fabric with a purple and turquoise pattern. It's late. The lights are off. Every other living thing in this house is asleep, except for me and the baby. He's not sleeping, but he's looking up at me in wonder. 
He likes the sound of the keys as I'm tapping away, working on my next project in the middle of the night, bathing in the light of the moon and the computer monitor. We've got a trophy case full of kids' ribbons and soccer tournaments and chess winners. Tucked in the back is the Oscar that I won last year for Best Adapted Screenplay. I don't remember much of the night, except that I was shaking uncontrollably at the mic with my friends, and I was so glad that even after years of envisioning myself in an Oscar dress, I'd adopted for a more sensible but equally slaying femme tuxedo with flats. There's pictures everywhere, mostly of our kids from the moment we got them to current, splattered around our walls. Next to the desk where I'm currently writing, there's another picture in a frame. It's not of our family, but of the first woman who told me that my book changed her life. I collapsed into tears on that poor woman's scarf, and she has no idea how much that meant to me. But we snapped a selfie, and that photo is one of the things that keeps me going when I'm arguing with my imaginary friends. Because that's my job now. My full-time, pays-the-bills job. Writing stories. Long stories, short stories, occasionally screenplays, and I'm working on something for Broadway, or off-Broadway, or off-off-Broadway, a stage play anyway. People occasionally recognize me, but I still enjoy the luxury of being mostly incognito in public. I sometimes do radio interviews, and I'm scheduled for a TED Talk that I'm dreading, but one of my books was in the Oprah magazine for the Favorite Things issue. That was a moment. The copy of the magazine is somewhere on the wall in a frame. Brianna's big on frames. Big on memories. Big on spreading all of our happiness on the walls. So we never forget how lucky we are to have it. I ask the baby what he thinks of the newest plot complication. He gurgles, which I take to mean he thinks it's a good idea. And I continue on typing. My neck hurts and I'm so tired that I'm itchy. But there's a warm cup of coffee within hand's reach. I drink it carefully, so as not to spill on the little one's head. The sunlight comes in through the windows. The dogs wake up and come upstairs. I let them into the backyard and they enjoy the dew. Brianna is awake, getting the rest of the kids up for the day. I save my draft, upload it to the cloud, save it again, and put it on a flash drive. I'm paranoid. I've been burned by a faulty computer before. The baby's finally asleep, but it won't last long. That's okay. We'll take a nap together later when Bree is off teaching class and the bigger kids are in their respective schools. Morning comes charging in, bringing with it the chaos of a large family. But I love them all, and I have still moments in the middle of the night and publish manuscripts that lots of people seem to like reading. It doesn't get much better than this. I want to thank both of these young writers, young enthusiasts, young artists as well for sharing their visions for a dream that they would love to see themselves living in the future. Not only am I inspired by both of these submissions, I'm completely moved by them and hope that for both of you, this becomes the reality. Thank you for sharing. And to those listening today, Thank you for listening. What's your dream? It's never too late to start envisioning one. 
let's move on to discussing your legacy. Legacy, to me, is what you are leaving behind for those that will come after you've gone. For the others yet to come. For those of you that have children, you have literally given birth to the next generation. And perhaps your legacy is comprised of your family name, your family business, other things that your family may be known for, gifts, talents, things that the young people in your family will be expected to live up to or to pass the torch on. But for those of you that may not have children or may not be raising or choose not to raise a next generation of young person, for you, for us right now, the impact could be leaving your legacy behind for the next young choreographer who will be inspired by your greatest work. The next young poet and author who will read all of the work that you've written before taking their next leap. The young soccer player, the aspiring lawyer, doctor, nurse, therapist, soldier, entrepreneur, graphic designer, music producer. Who are you building your legacy for? The significance of being devoted to your legacy, for me, lies with a fundamental idea that your dreams are a collective representation of what your legacy may be. And being devoted to your legacy means being focused on what footprints you're leaving for the next generation of whomever. So to you I ask, what are you leaving behind? What impressions have you left? And what would you have appreciated being left for you? Let's move on to thinking out loud. Thinking out loud is where I offer you the why and the how. So why should we be devoted to our legacies? And how should we go about being devoted to them? First and foremost for why, you have to aim to leave this world better than you've found it. How do we do that? By taking care of your corner of the universe. This is something that we've talked about in previous episodes. This idea of taking care of the immediate space that's around you. That's so important because if everybody just worried about the space directly around them, what would this world look like? What could this world look like? Second reason as to why we should be devoted to our legacy, because you should hope to find your purpose and reach your most full potential. How do you go about that? By doing more of what you love and being a serious goal setter. Third reason as to why you should be devoted to your legacy, because you're writing another page in your story each day, whether or not it feels like it. Whether or not it's something that you think is small or something that you think is a big change, every day that you wake up, you're adding another page to your story. A story that will undoubtedly become the story that others tell when they recount the story of your life. So how do we go about making sure that 
the pages that we're writing within this story each day are truly representative of our journey? By living your life. By living your life to the fullest and not being afraid to make revisions, to make edits, to insert new chapters, and to welcome new characters. We must be devoted to our legacy because we have to leave the world better than we found it. Because we should hope to live up to our greatest potential. And because we're writing pages in our story with each new day that we are blessed to live. And we stay devoted to our legacy by taking care of our corner of the universe. By doing more of the things that we love. And by not being afraid to make revisions in the story of our lives. It's never too late, love. Let's move on to this week's Challenge of the Week. This week's Challenge of the Week is a reflection on 2016. Feel welcome to reflect on these questions on your own and ask yourself what the answers might be. Feel free to turn this into a conversation with a friend or a loved one. Feel welcome to use this as another journal writing exercise. If you are someone who likes to listen to the episodes of this podcast with a young one, perhaps a child in your life, feel free to turn this into a larger discussion, perhaps over the holiday. So here are the Reflection on 2016 questions. What are you most proud of? What did you learn? What did you do for your corner of the universe? How did you grow? What are you leaving in 2016? What are you taking into 2017? And lastly, what's next for you? That last question should be the most exciting. And perhaps it's the one that you may have the biggest answer to. If your answer feels right now like I don't know, lean into what you can do for yourself to come to a stronger conclusion. If your answer is in-depth and comprehensive, make a plan for your next steps at the beginning of the new year. It's never too early to start planning for your future. It's never too early to start living your dreams. And it's absolutely never too early to begin building your legacy. To every person listening today, I say, live to fulfill, work to make change, and lead to inspire. Live to fulfill, work to make change, and lead to inspire. Stay tuned for this week's self-affirmations. Happy Sunday, happy holidays, and happy almost 2017. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sundays with C. Make listening to this podcast easy. Subscribe on YouTube and share it with a friend who could use some of the magic we're talking about. We're a podcast dedicated to focusing on your self-empowerment your self-success, and your self-transformation, one Sunday at a time. Visit C's Lifestyle blog, 
at findingthespacebetween.blogspot.com and send your questions, episode topic requests, and comments to fromthedeskofc at gmail.com. Sundays with C is written and produced by personal life consultant Camille Edwards. If you're staying here with us for this week's Seconds of Serenity, please settle into silence and welcome stillness. If this is where our paths part ways, I look forward to speaking to you next week. Same time, same place, same sea. I will be the change I would like to see. I am becoming my own legacy with each new day. I am someone worth knowing. I am someone worth loving. I am someone worth remembering. Namaste.